Welcome to Biblio Observatory, a new series of the South Carolina State Library's podcast, Library Voices SC. I am Yvette Villarreal, Biblio Observatory hostess. And I'm Caroline Smith, the Inclusive Services Consultant at the South Carolina State Library. This is a special transmission from Columbia, South Carolina, to explore the universe of books and stories that people treasure from their childhood and how those stories define the lives of people touched by them. Today, our guest is Lucy Vicioso Harris. She is from Colombia. She was born in Bogota. Thank you for being with us, Lucy. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what would you like our listeners to know about you? So like Yvette said, I'm, I was born in Colombia, South America, in Bogota, the capital. And I left uh, Colombia to go to Poland when I was 17 years old. After I graduated from psychology, I uh, returned to Colombia. I stayed there for three or four years, and then I Im immigrated to United States in 2019. Mm. I'm sorry, in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, could you tell us what was one of your favorite books or stories that you heard when you were growing up? So in my house, books are, were very important. My mom uh, loves books. But at that time, I was born in 1969, So at that time, we didn't have the access children have right now. So my mom was in charge of buying books, encyclopedias, for us to be able to complete homework for our uh, schools. And mom always talked about, and she always said and mentioned how books are important for our education. Was there one particular book or story from your childhood that really stood out and stuck with you through the years? Yes, and uh, the funny thing is this is not a book, it's an audiobook. Mm -hmm. And I remember the vinyl, and there was w one story in each side of the vinyl. But the one that stuck uh, to in, in my heart is the one uh, called Nica La Suerte. I don't know exactly the translation, it's like Nica the Luck. Something like that. And the, the story, uh, and I remember to this time, the music, their sounds, and the interaction between the, the characters mm -hmm. in, the, in the book, in the audiobook. Would you like to share a little more about what was in that story? Sure. Uh, so I didn't remember the details because that was far, a long time ago. But when Yvette mentioned about the podcast, I went back and I, I, I was amazed they couldn't find it on the internet. Actually, it's in YouTube. And I was so, the same feeling when, when I was a little child when I was listening to the details. So this is about two brothers and one, they were working together in a farm. One was very hard worker, like manual labor, and the other one was like the manager. So the, the youngest one, Um, his name is Martin, it, he decided that he was tired of the manual labor, that he was working too hard, and probably he thought he's going to do it better by himself. So he talked with his brother and said, let's divide this in two, and I'm on my way. The older, the older brothers asked him not to go, but he said, I, I, I want to do it. So he took his money and he tried to put a farm by himself, but he didn't prosper. 
So after he lost of his money, he decided to go back to his brother. And actually it was funny because he was thinking that his brother also, maybe he's poor without him. But when he arrived to, into, to his brother's farm, he noticed that there were a lot of cows and the, um, all the, the things in, in the, the trees and the uh, fruits. But, you know, he was prosper. So he asked the brother how he did it. And he just said, so I hire somebody that knows about agriculture. I hire somebody that knows how to manage a farm. I so he had different helpers. And that's the way he was able to prosper. So when he was also on his way, before on his way to talk with the brother, he found a, a girl that was beautiful. And he talked to her and said, who are you? And she said, I'm your brother's luck. And so after he finished talking to the brother, he, he was thinking about that. And he was on his way back. And he found a, a, a woman that was very old and wrinkly uh, on a tree. And he asked, who are you? Well, the, the, the woman was really funny. So he asked her, who are you? And she said, I'm your luck. And he started saying, but how come my brother's luck is so beautiful and mine is just like you? Oh, I, I really have a bad luck. So the, 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 the woman, Nika, mm -hmm. told her that's exactly what's going on. You're always talking about your bad luck. And when you said and complain about your luck, I'm becoming older and older and older. So she suggested to him, you know what, go and find your destiny. So he started walking, and in his walk, to, to, uh, trying to find his destiny, he met different people. They also were going through difficult times, and, and they didn't know why. So he found a, a, a man who was very, very rich, but somehow when he was putting food on the table, the, the uh, food was uh, getting um, bad, and he couldn't share with anyone. So he didn't understand why. Then he found a man that he had a lot of fruits on his tree, but as soon as he harvested, they also the fruits were going bad. And so at the end, he understood that people were making choices, and that was determining their destiny. So he went back and he told the man, your fruits are getting bad when you harvest it because you're, you're a selfish person. You're not sharing the water with your neighbors. So as soon as he opened the gates and the, she shared the water with the neighbors, then he was able to harvest and the fruit was, was beautiful. Then he went back to the man with the uh, food issues and he told him, the problem is that you are giving your parents the leftovers. They need to be first. You need to honor them. So when, as soon as the, the man did that, everybody, it was enough food for everybody. And even they really have good leftovers to share with some, to other people. So he realized that every person made his, his own luck. Our choices are making and our destiny. There's not something out there, it's our decisions. So when he went back and he found Nika, his luck, she was beautiful because he was 
talking about how blessed and how grateful he was for all the opportunities. And every time he was being positive, she was getting more beautiful and younger. Thank you so much. That's a wonderful story. Uh, you mentioned your feelings. You mentioned that you felt special feelings when you were reading, when you were listening at this story. Could you talk about that a little bit more? When I, re I remember when I was a child, that was like a special moment. I didn't ask my oldest sister or my younger brother to join me to listen to the, to the audiobook. That was just me enjoying the time for, for myself. So I remember the pleasure of sitting down near the speaker and putting the vinyl and being careful with the needle so it doesn't scratch the vinyl because at that time everything has to be very careful. There was no replacements. So I was very, very uh, careful because I really, really shared that uh, and cherished that vinyl. So that experience stood with me, the fact that I was just listening to the story and using the imagination to imagine the characters, the, all that was happening to them, and especially to the, the main character, Martin, going through all different experiences. Uh, and so when I, when I listened to the, to the story again, a couple of days ago, everything went back the happiness and the special, this is mine and it's mine. How old were you? So I don't know exactly, like I said, I was born in 1969, but now that I was doing the research about Nicola Suerte, I, I discovered it was created in 1968. So probably I was like five, seven years old, because I remember so many details, so pr not younger than that. You were little. Yes. A little girl. Uh, yeah, but it was very, very special. This podcast is about diversity and inclusion. Um, you have an experience as an immigrant in another country, very different from yours, um, Polonia, different from Colombia. How that book inspired you? Did you think it, that book inspired you? I think that book uh, helped me become more adventurous, just using my imagination about different um, uh, people and uh, how uh, the world outside maybe looks like. And so the books in general helped me be more uh, seeking what is out there, what is around me, and what are the different cultures, different people that look different like, like me. So you have lived in three very different countries. Would you like to share more about your experiences as a teenager in Poland? So I left Colombia when I was 17 years old, uh, so I was a minor. When I arrived in Poland, at that time, Poland was behind the Iron Curtain, so there was not much information. I didn't know anything. I was just ready to go. And when I arrived, I realized so the many lacks people had. Every, everything was rationed. And as a minor, uh, they gave me a card that I can use monthly to get chocolate. Only minors had access to chocolate. 
Uh, so that uh, that lasted for a year, mm-hmm. and after that, I had to buy from international markets. But uh, it was a very hard experience uh, because of the lags and people, and the language is very hard, and the experience, the winters. Uh, so it, it was challenging, but at the same time, it taught me, and I realized who really I am, like a consistent and a fighter, the regardless of the situation. If I have a goal, I will pursue it no matter what. So you, f- you learn about yourself even in the worst experiences. So when I, when I left Poland and I come back to Colombia, my, my plan was to stay in Colombia. That was my country. But after three or four years, I immigrated to the United States. And when I came here, I started, I realized uh, how many, uh, the need about mental health uh, uh, clinicians that speak uh, bilingual. And I finished my master. I'm, I'm a licensed professional counselor here in South Carolina. Is there a connection between that early love of reading and stories that you developed and your work today as a mental health professional? So because of my mom, my mom said she loves to read. And I remember when I was a teenager, my mom bought a series of books about the kings in Europe. And I was finishing the book faster than she can give me the next one. So it was like a competition. So the, the books uh, gave me a lot of vocabulary, uh, uh, learning about grammatic. So I, I was able to read and write well in Spanish. And when I came here and I started as an early intervention uh, professional visiting uh, families in their houses, I realized how much the books are help, helping uh, parents make that connection. And that was exactly what I have with my mom. The connection with my mom were the books and the bonding between a child and a mother through a book. So uh, the books for me are a, a very necessary and important tool for every parent to use. So I don't have a particular book to recommend, uh, but for bilingual families, I recommend bilingual books. For uh, Spanish speaking or any uh, bilingual families, use your language of origin at home and allow schools and the dominant uh, culture to teach English. They're gonna be fine, but when you you transmit your language, when you teach your language to your children, you're giving them part of your culture, of who you are. So that's the connection. This is gonna last forever. Thank you so much, Lucy, for being with us today in Bibli Observatory. It really has been a pleasure, and thank you for sharing your personal story with us. Thank you for the invitation. And thank you so much for sharing your stories and your advice for our listeners. Thank you very much. And thank you to our listeners. You can find Bibli Observatory on Podbean, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, or add us on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast website address is libraryvoices.podbean.com. 
We love hearing from our listeners, so send us your comments or suggestions for future episodes. Biblio Observatory is a collaborative literacy initiative to connect our communities and children with the joy of listening, reading, and writing, those memories from childhood that changed our lives. Thanks for listening. Thank you.